0: whether it's called amateur archaeology, beachcombing or a day at the shore, Mudlarking utterly embodies the saying, your trash, my treasure. Because with ever-changing tides, the banks of both river and sea can become an intriguing repository of all sorts of artefacts, from pottery fragments and clay pipes, to bones, buttons and worn smooth coppers. Though finding a bit of history is exciting, mudlarking can be about more than hunting for relics. Walking along a foreshore at the sedate speed of our own two feet gives our minds much-needed space to meditate and to wander. There's no time limit on a mudlarking treasure hunt because there's no way to predict what the tides will bring in or when or even where. Mudlarker Nicola White Calls tidal rivers like London's Thames giant liquid storybooks full of fascinating tales about people and places of the past. With bits of this, shards of that, and some pretty sea glass besides, waterways can open a door to the history of a place, enticing us to learn who once stood where we now stand. What did they do with the pot from which this shard comes? What colour was the shirt or shoe that held this button? For some, mudlarking is an opportunity to pick up trash from which to make artistic treasures, while others just want to keep their shorelines clean. If the unpredictability of mudlarking sounds tempting to your inner explorer, remember that history isn't the only thing you'll find along the water's edge. There's the pollution of plastics and metals, fast rising tides, And waterborne diseases too, so know your tide times, glove and boots up, and tell friends where you're going. Check with the local council too, you may need a permit before you potter around picking up historic goodies. It's innately human of us to explore, to walk the boundaries of our world, looking for we know not what. Some mudlarkers find history in the wet sands others artistic inspiration among pebble and rock. What will you find once you transform into a mudlark?